Welcome to Psychs in the City, the modern day mental health podcast brought to you by Dr. Ditzel Psychiatry. Each week, New York's top psychiatrist, Dr. Jeff Ditzel, is going to bring you an interesting mental health topic to continue the conversation and help end the stigma surrounding mental health. No topic is off limits when it comes to Dr. D Psychiatry. And with that, here's your host, Dr. Jeff Ditzel. Welcome to another episode of Sykes and the City. Welcome, Dr. Jeff. As always, I do this all the time. Today, we are talking about mindset. Mindset, as you know, controls pretty much everything that we do and how we approach things and you know how things affect us and how we react. It's something that we've had many a conversation about and a kind of how to keep a positive one how to kind of manage when your mindset isn't that great. So I thought this would be a good opportunity to have a chat with yourself on like how you keep a positive mindset and any tips and kind of advice that you can give to help improve your mindset. Are you up for the challenge? Well, it's not really a challenge, but... (laughs) (laughs) Don't know where I was going with that. Let's do this in 14 seconds while underwater. Go. Do you accept this challenge? That's how you usually like back me into a court. I'd like to keep it. I'd like to keep it. Four (laughs) seconds. So Swahili. It must be Swahili. (laughs) (laughs) Mindset. Muzzle top. With proper mindset, that's possible. (laughs) This show. And I'll be gentle. Yeah, so, well, I mean, we can talk about positive mindset. I think there's a misconception about that. It's not just you take, you know, everything that's going on in life and just paint it over with a rose-colored, you know, yeah. brush and say, everything's, you know, awesome when it blows. <laughs> that's called delusion. That's not called positive mindset. Positive mindset is really there's a value in it, uh, you know, cause why do it right? Why, yeah. why take the time to, um, basically change your thoughts at baseline, your mind, if not engaged is going to go to, it's like primary directive. I always think of like Star Trek. What is the primary directive? <laughs> primary directive of the mind is to... <laughs> that's, oh yeah, that is, I was going to say that's more traumatic. No, that's Vulcan, right? I don't know. I just assume that's what live long and prosper, isn't it? That's the one. Talk was all about positive mindset. (laughs) He's a pragmatist, right? So positive, positive mindset is more than just you, you know, whatever's going on, you just, you know, don't pay attention to it and call it, you know, super great. Positive mindset gives you choice. So the the prime directive of the mind is to keep its human alive. And the way the mind does that is to talk shit. (laughs) It's always talking shit, man. It is. The way that you figure that out is, or if you want to experience it, is when you wake up in the morning. Mind's fucking a chattery motherfucker in the morning. It's like, 
most of it is if you notice self it's it's limiting yeah it's trying to keep you safe it's trying to keep you huddled up under the blanket don't go out there don't go out in the world don't put yourself at risk that's the primary directive of the mind and most people don't realize it's always talking to you see what happens is as you wake up your buffers come on and they drowned out the chatter yeah but your mind is like uh like a negative morgan freeman <laughs> it's oh, there we commenting go. on the serengeti ah <laughs> uh, the serengeti the cheetah the hyena right it's constantly talking to you and we don't we're not aware that the conversation's going on we're just like kind of viewing the world yeah and you know morgan freeman's all talking smack and we're like oh that what that's what's going on the hyena you know or the the ocean or you know it's so and if you notice, if you start to listen to it, if you become aware of it, I mean, sometimes it'll say something provocative and then we're like, whoa, mind, you know, like, yeah, that's, whoa, calm down. You know, we, I haven't even had my breakfast. kind of realize. <laughs> yeah. What do you have for breakfast over there anyway? Mother England, what do you like porridge? Or... Um, I, I do quite like a bowl of porridge for breakfast. Cereal, I'm a huge fan of Honey Nut Loops. They're up there. Is that what they call them? Honey nut loops? Honey nut loops. They're, they're up there in my sounds, face. Everything sounds better in English. Like of course. Queen's English. It's the best place. Um, or toast. Orange. I, if I ever got a time machine, I would go back in time, obviously, and I Did would shake the hand <laughs> of the person who thought, oh, I'm going to bake this bread, and do you know what I'm going to do after it? I'm going to like, I'm going to toast it again afterwards because toast, and I don't know if this is a British thing, is, is just brilliant. Like if you're having a bad day, have a slice of toast. Like if you, you know, cup of tea, slice of toast. Ah, it's the first thing if you've ever been on holiday, guaranteed as British people, the first thing that happens when you get back, the kettle's on, there's a slice of toast in the toaster and a cup of tea. Everything's better with toast. Oh, it's probably think it's the best like thing a ever. Duke of toast. There, there wasn't there an Earl of Sandwich. Isn't that how sandwiches got invented? There's the Earl of Sandwich. I'll bet you like your weight in toast. <laughs> that is a lot of toast. <laughs> I will a take that. <laughs> it's like a a stone. What's a stone, by the way? How it's much? A, how much like weight is a small rock? Isn't it? <laughs> Isn't that a thing? Do you guys have still, you talking yes, stones? Yes, I think you and... guys have, you go, you goes off like pounds, don't you? Whereas I yeah. think over here we use stones. Like, oh, you're like yeah. five stones, six stones, seven stone kind of thing. Which you use pounds. Which we use pounds to buy toast. On <laughs> <laughs> <of> pounds. <laughs> It's just yeah, I think there's an Earl of Sandwich and a, like maybe a Duke of Toast. I'm going to find that out because if there is, I'm going to apply for that. I want to find out who's <laughs> next in line for that. And I'm going to marry them. <laughs> and then, Man or woman, I'm marrying them. I'm, going to, I'm literally, and I'm going to take that, I'm going to take that crown. This day. <laughs> I'll be up on I'll that be the new you. Duke of Toast. <laughs> 
I might have my name legally changed to that. Taylor James. Duke of Toast. Duke of Toast. Duke of Toast. Mm. <laughs> a good idea. So that's an example of positive mindset. <laughs> I mean, see, there we go. Episode sorted with a slice of toast. Is there nothing toast cannot solve? No. You're in a headlock, toast. Exactly. You hit by a car, toast. <laughs> It's like, do you know, do you know when you ever you were like poorly as a kid, like it was always either like a slice of toast or you'd have like a bowl of soup. But did you have like, what did you have over there when like as a kid, if you were like poorly to eat? Um, toast was right up there. Um, usually <laughs> chicken soup. Yeah. My folks were a bit backwards though, sort of backwoods. Um, so if I was feeling ill my stepdad would pour me a uh a shot of um <laughs> mr b's blackberry brandy <laughs> wow. wow yeah but isn't isn't like that kind that of stuff somehow gonna cure. though isn't it yeah whatever the hell was alien like mr b's blackberry brandy and it, it would just come out of the wow. liquor cabinet in these special times when you were <laughs> somehow to fortify you <laughs> I haven't been ill since. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been ill since. Well, so yeah. Add in the toast. Mindset, come on. Stay on track. Mindset, right. Yeah, we wouldn't want to get off track. God no. forbid. So, <laughs> so yeah, you have these automatic negative thoughts, right? If you're not engaging the mind, it's the mind's primary function, keep its human being alive. And it doesn't, it can't like, it doesn't have the mind doesn't have arms and legs to you know like grapple with you to keep you from doing things so <laughs> so what it does is it orders toast now what it does is it it'll whisper to you it starts talking to you and most of the thoughts are automatic and negative and they keep you from doing things they limit you now you have an alternative you can engage the mind um, and if you engage the mind, um, you know, one way to do it is with proper performance-based mindset so that you can utilize it. You can either, you know, utilize the mind like a paperweight to smash ants, or you can use it in a manner that, you know, allows you to perform amazing things. It's, it's a yeah. very, very powerful um, machine, if you will. But, I mean, you can use it as a paperweight, too. You got to decide. So if you're not engaging it, the mind's, you know, left to its own devices, it's just going to go back to primary function, which is keep you alive. And the way it does that, since it doesn't have arms and legs to withhold, you know, kind of keep you from doing stuff, it whispers. It's a careless whisper. Guilty rhythm. <laughs> George no, Michael, he was got no rhythm. American songwriter. Was he from England too? Who? Is George Michael? You know he's English. Was he? We claimed him as our own. See, now you don't know. He was English. <laughs> Once English, always English, my friend. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I was, was, was going to try exactly. and think of something like really like patriotic to say then, but no, I got nothing. Queen and country. The queen. There we go. God save the queen. God save the queen. <laughs> Spit spot. Do they still say that over there? God save the queen. Yeah, every day. Like if we're passing someone, 
or you know, like instead of saying thank you, or like Day would say, "God save the Queen," we give a little. How do you feel about James Bond over there? I'm going to say yes no, controversial yes no. here. Is I've that never... true? What? Bond is controversial over there? No, I'm going to say something controversial. Oh. I've never seen a James Bond film. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Never seen a James I'm sorry, Bond Sorry, it's over. <laughs> what's weird is i really oh. like the james bond like the, the theme songs like i like those but i've never sat down and watched a a james Missing bond film bro. i know i don't know I, and you know who i like the best is james bond i'm gonna say something controversial now oh okay <laughs> Ooh, so ooh. <laughs> i like I like Daniel Craig as James Bond. Like, Daniel... I think he's the best. Daniel who? By far. <laughs> Daniel Craig, man. You mean Daniel Craig? Craig, yeah. Daniel... It's Daniel Craig? It's Daniel Craig, not Daniel Craig. True? <laughs> yeah, Craig? his name's Daniel Craig. Really? Yeah. Who's he married to? Yes. I did not know that. Well, I think he's the definitive bond. Who's he married to? He's married to another beautiful human being. I have no idea. Tony <laughs> Smalls, you're killing me. <laughs> I literally have no idea. I have to look that up now. <laughs> Daniel Craig. He's married to a famous actress. I can't believe I'm blanking on her name. I don't know. Craig, huh? I didn't realize that. I've been pronouncing it wrong all these years. Unless I'm saying, no, I'm sure it's, yeah, Daniel Craig. Wife. Yeah, Rachel Weiss, brother. Oh, really? Born March 7, 1970 in Westminster, London. Wow. You don't know this woman? She is... Yeah, she was from The Mummy. Oh my God. Amongst other things. <laughs> it's a love story. What, The Mummy? Daniel Craig and Rachel, Rachel Weiss's surprising love story took 16 years to bloom. They Aww. are a very nice couple. See, there's hope for me couple. yet. <laughs> I got a good feeling about Ellie. We shall My see. My vote's for Ellie. <laughs> Team Ellie. This will be cut out of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I like Ellie. I, I like the name even. I like the name Ellie. I like everything. If I was ever going to have everything. a child and it was a little girl, I would, I would call her Ellie. Ellie for a little girl, Alfie for a little boy. Ooh, Alfie. Mm -hmm. Jude Law. Did you see the movie Alfie with Jude Law? Yeah. Did no. you really? No. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see Alfie? No. I don't like Will Farrell. <laughs> you don't like Will Farrell? Yeah. 
Why would you say that? <laughs> <laughs> Looking insulted America now. Why would you say that? <laughs> you know, Will Ferrell's never going to come on this podcast now. Like he was. <laughs> yes, he's that right close there. to confirming. <laughs> uh. <laughs> we'll have to go for another uh, Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> another Baldwin, brother. <laughs> oh. I have no idea mindset. what we've been talking about before this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, with obviously that being said, how do you overcome those voices in the morning? You know, like when you are having that little bit of a, you know, it's whatever ridiculous clock <laughs> in the morning that you wake up four a.m. There's that little voice saying, "Get out, get out." A no. little voice. Yeah. Jiminy cricket. Jiminy crickets there saying, "Stay in bed. Stay in bed." How do you overcome that to then get out of bed? I'm glad you asked. So the positive mindset bit, the reason that you do that, the reason that you correct the automatic negative thought, it's because it gives you options. If you leave it at, let, let's say in my case, I w I'd, I'd love to dance, <laughs> but I'm a horrible dancer. I'm, I'm literally, a horrible dancer if you leave it at that yeah then there's nowhere to go like i want to yeah. dance i don't know why i gotta say it that way i want to dance but i'm a horrible dancer so i don't want to make a fool of myself so that's it there's no options there however if you take so why go through the trouble to put a positive spin on it that's what positive mindset is yeah it's to give yourself options to act so the the correction there would be it's true i'm a horrible dancer but i'm taking lessons at arthur murray and i'm eventually going to be a much better dancer yeah and so now there's options now you can do okay. something whereas if you just leave it as i suck at dancing there's nothing left. You're you're automatically putting that obstacle in your way, and there's there's no way through it. Right. You're you're painted into a corner. Yeah. It's about what we do, right? I mean, uh, the reason that most people don't succeed, it's not because they're not blessed or they're not intelligent or not gifted. Yeah. It's because they never start. Because all the automatic negative thoughts come up of like, yeah. you know, uh, I want to be my own, you know, boss. I want to develop. Yeah. Um, professional dance troupe <laughs> and the reason it doesn't happen is because people never start they come up yeah. with all these prohibitions right all these automatic negative thoughts mm -hmm. and so they stop it's one yeah. of the best things about you the reason that we're s sitting here today is because you started yeah that's that's the simple truth of it it's taking that first step isn't it like there was and to be fair, if you use that as an example, obviously, when we first had this conversation about starting this, I automatically threw like obstacles in my path. Like, I was like, well, I can't do it because of this reason. I can't do it because of that reason. But then from having conversations with yourself, it was very much like, well, okay, what if I did it this way? What if like, I, you know, and it was my mindset that changed. And then it was like, well, actually, there's no obstacles in my way. 
and then I just started, I put that first foot forward and it was like, okay, those obstacles then turned into either motivation or I just pushed straight through them. It was yes. very dramatic. <laughs> no, it's, it's true. So how do you, you know, so you have to have a big enough why to do all this stuff. Yeah. Like once you understand that the, the biggest obstacle to achieving something is just simply starting because once you start, you get momentum. Once you have momentum, it's easier to keep a body in motion once it's in motion, you know, Newton's laws of physics, right? Momentum, inertia. Yeah. So basically once you get going, that's the biggest energy of activation, you know, the energy of activation is that, uh, that emote the energetic lip that, yeah. that like, sort of speed bump that you need to drive a chemical reaction, right? The energy of activation. So yeah. you want to make the energy of activation small. So the key to overcoming the obstacle of starting, which is the key to actually succeeding. Yeah. Because then you finish something. It's to bring the overall energy of activation to its teeniest, tiniest, itty bitty Jiminy Cricket point. <laughs> I think oh, we just bring everything back to chimney cricket. Yeah. <laughs> so, so how to get up in the morning? I'll, I can tell you. So one of the things that I do is, um, you know, I regularly work 16, 18 hour days. I start my morning, no matter how late I go to bed, watching Scandal or How to Get Away with Murder. Slightly <laughs> like um, <laughs> Or, yeah is um, basically the way, way that I'm able to do that is I have a, a reason for it. So the reason get up early in the morning and go and you know do your workout or whatever, Yeah. really just start your day with intention. And there was that YouTube video with the, the Admiral who talks about how to succeed and he gives his commencement and he says, you know, the way to succeed is start by making your bed in the morning. Yeah. And there's this whole thing he goes into, but basically it's about making a promise to yourself and keeping the promise. And in that way, that's how you generate self-assurance or self-confidence. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like being a good friend, right? To, to have good friends, you have to be a good friend. Yeah. To be assured in the world and have confidence in order to perform, you need to generate that confidence. The way that you do it is you become trustworthy to yourself. If you say you'll do it, you'll do it. Yeah. Okay. So the cool thing is you can drop down and do that anywhere. Okay. And generate self-assurance, which sounds a lot like self-confidence, right? So you start your day with intention. And when you intend your way through your day, it's like a uh, lattice work that you can climb throughout your day to move towards the things you truly want to achieve. Thank you for listening to Sykes in the City. The podcast is all about ending the stigma surrounding mental health. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button, share with your friends, and follow us on social for more exclusive content.